welcome to the Next Guy Up podcast. Uh, we have a very average podcast for y'all today. The most average of average podcasts. We are excited for a special, I mean average, I already messed it up. I'm just kidding. Uh, but we have an awesome episode. It's award show day, everybody. How psyched are we? I have never been more excited to hand out some fictional awards to some football players and teams. Yeah, we just want to let everyone know that if you do win an award, you can expect a trophy in the mail. It's coming. Yep. Uh, it'll be there sometime in the next couple of weeks. So, uh, Tins is actually hand delivering them in his uh, in the UPS truck. Personally, yep. so make sure you guys have the correct addresses forwarded Traveling to us at nextguyupgmail.com. Uh, make sure you got those yep. set our way so I don't get lost and take them to someone who does not deserve them. Mason, what do our trophies look like? Uh, so they're gold mm. and they're about seven feet tall. There was a lot on the shipping. We so we spent a lot of money. Hand yeah. Delivered. yeah, we, <laughs> yes, that's why. But we um, use our whole yearly it, budget on deliveries, shipping. Correct. <laughs> that is our that is our exact Gmail account. So any sponsors out there that are actually wanting to sponsor us, you know, just say that say that again in a professional tone, Zach. What was our Gmail? Our Gmail is nextguyuppod at gmail.com. Email us there and we will be ready to write you back. We'll talk about you on the air. Whatever you uh, if you if you send us an email, I promise you we will we will read it and talk about it live on a podcast. That is a promise. Send us an email. I don't that care what it's about. If you like a mailbag, you have a question you want us to answer, put it there. Send it. Text us. We'll talk about it too. I promise. Whatever you sure. want to hear about. He's, he's told Not no joking. lies there. Not a single lie has been told. Well, boys, how are we doing uh, first week without football? Uh, I think it's gonna be weird come Sunday. It was uh-huh. weird the 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 Sunday before the Super Bowl, as far yeah. as like, oh, I have free time. I have not been on my couch for eight straight hours. <laughs> we have NBA All Star Weekend, which I used no. to get into a lot, but I don't know. Here lately, it, the dunk contest has not really been exciting. Uh, we get some no mm-hmm. names. And it's kind of just been one of those things where they don't play defense. They The players draft each other, so then I get confused because it used to be, mm. you know, the East and the West. So it's just they try to, you know, spruce it up a little bit, but it's not – I used to be more into it. But NBA, college basketball, once that goes away, then it's – then that's where it's, it comes – where you have to rely on baseball and golf. That can tend it's to – But don't you worry because we got some – we got some uh, content – for the off season, we do. Before we dive into what's going to happen after basketball, like Mason was saying, we we have a lot planned for March Madness. Um, mm-hmm. The boys like to get together, watch some games. Uh, so we'll have some more TikTok con- content coming that way. Uh, bets as well, um, and we also, you know, we've been very, very, very football heavy on these weekend preview Friday mm-hmm. episodes all year. Um, we're going to kind of pivot from that and have some more fun with maybe some more uh, like fun debates. Um, there's some some draft opportunities in the sports world that we've been thinking about talking about um, for like some fun stuff. And we'll have some NFL coverage as well, or NFL uh, draft coverage as well. Me and Mason are big draft nerds. Yeah. Um, so be on the lookout for that. But we're also starting this Friday, we're going to be kicking off our fan interview series we're still workshopping the name just a little bit but we've got we've got a pretty solid list of of people um we're gonna be interviewing some people we know some people we don't Mm -hmm. um and we're very excited about that um kind of getting perspective of other other people's fandom and and just kind of having some fun conversations with that so we are really looking forward to these friday episodes being a little bit more laid back and fun now that football's over um, but we'll still break, you know, if there's some big news, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, but other than that, we're going to kind of be leaning more towards like a messing around Monday feel on a Friday too. So it's like a double whammy out here. 
Yeah, I'm really excited about about our fan interview series. Like I said, we're I think we've got a, we've got a name that we're circling, but we, we'll we'll launch it for sure on social media coming up this I week. Get that. Could you try again? Oh my! Siri gosh, is my trying serious. to insert herself Freaking into our podcast. Apple, get out of my face! <laughs> and our first guest, oh Siri, first guest on the pod for the. Oh, the what series. if we had AI as our guest? I wonder what it would do. Um, <laughs> That would be funny. Maybe we should ask it all the same questions. Yeah, what if we have the Twitter AI? What was it called? Grok. Grew? Grok? Uh, I think that's right. Yeah, well, let's ask it questions. Um, we've got a we've got some quite like survey questions. We're going to dig into a lot of different fan bases. So uh, we'll put this out here now. If you are a listener and you are a strong supporter, you feel like you are like a super fan of a team, like Tins, obviously, is a Jag super fan. We, uh, I'm more of a Tennessee football, Tennessee basketball type super fan. Mason, what are you? Titans fan, Trent. Oh, listen, <laughs> no, don't come at me. I, backed, I packed them up during you the head did. coach. Okay, thank this is a long history of being a Titans fan. It's been thank a tough, you. tough season. Yeah. I, we yes, it has. Um, Go through your so, ups and downs, you know. You do for sure. Tinsley roots for them to n- lose a, a game so that they miss the playoffs and fire their GM. No one says anything, but then I'm over here just not as confident as usual, and everybody's like, "Oh, Mason, not a true Titans fan." <laughs> just saying. <laughs> do you uh, confirm or deny these allegations, Tins? No, yeah, I definitely wanted us to fire our GM. It didn't happen. He's <laughs> in um, for the long game. I'm, I'm working right. on it. <laughs> <laughs> but we're but we're looking for fans of all different types of sports, all different types of teams. If there is like a soccer team that you feel like you are a super fan of, if there is a uh, whatever sport, like we would love to get as much diversity here as we can as far as sports goes. We don't want to just hear from college football or NFL. Like we want to hear from people who have been fans of teams for a long time and have gone through ups and downs with them. So that's what, so if you feel like you fit that category of any team, send us a message on. At nextgotpod at gmail.com. Uh, get get to us on socials. Send us a DM. Uh, text us if you got our number. Uh, Tens is going to give his number live right now. So if you uh, want to text him, yep. you can. 931 uh, There's four left. You figure it out. <laughs> One, two, three. That would be fun. You know, if there's, if there's four left, there's only 10,000 possibilities. Exactly. If you work that hard to find me, then uh, I'll let you on the pod. All right. If anyone's out there wants to try 10,000 different phone numbers, uh, <laughs> you can get a hold of Tunes and you will get on the pod for sure. Uh, so that I, I'm really excited about that segment coming up. I think it's I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And then one other thing, like Mason said, with once basketball is over, you're kind of depending on golf and, and uh, baseball. But there's one other sport that goes deep into the summer, and that's hockey. Mm-hmm. I texted the boys last night. I am uh, the most uh, casual hockey fan there ever was. I do The last few years, I have picked just one team to see if I can ride into the Stanley Cup finals. Boy, I almost um, did last year. I almost did it last year for quite How a lot of money. Lose? Yeah, with the Bruins not losing in the So it was, it, yeah, it was a free five or ten dollar bet. It was Chiefs Super Bowl, uh, UConn national champions, and mm. the Bruins to win the Stanley Cup. I took it back in December. And they like the uh, best regular like, season, like in they had the NHL history, it, right? ever history. Yeah, most points scored, best record. Uh, it was like ten to win thirty eight hundred. I think something mm-hmm. wild like that. Um, so yeah, that's fun. Uh, so instead of just one team, I'm, I'm going to go with one from the West and one from the East. So we're going to go with the Colorado Avalanche mm. plus 850. And we're going to ride back the Bruins at plus 850 as well. So hop on them with me. They, they come to Nashville a couple times. I'm going to try to go up to some games. Mm. Uh, you know, hockey's fun. Hockey's really fun to go Hockey to live. Fun. Yeah. Um, it's a little hard to keep up with on TV just cause it's so fast paced, but it is a fun sport that I want to get more involved in. I, I don't know that I could give, give that much time to baseball and baseball kind of just sucks. Um, but hockey, I think could be fun. 
That's loyal right there. The fact that they burned you. They did, we didn't talk about this. They lost in the first round, by the way. Uh, to a so, seven seed. Seven seed. <laughs> so they burned you the way they did, and you're still riding back with them, baby. I was watching one of their playoff games at Waffle House as I did our fantasy football punishment <laughs> uh, where I sat at Waffle House for 12 hours. Didn't that team that beat them go on a run, though, and like make it to the finals? They made, they made it to the finals, yeah. They lost um, to the Golden Knights. But hmm. um, So, yeah. So, I mean, at least the, I had that going for me where I was like, well, at least the team that beat them didn't like immediately get put out or something. So, it was a Cinderella run that I was just in the way of, you know. I feel so that's hoping... happened to the, to the Vols basketball team a couple times, like Loyola Chicago with Sister Jean. Yeah. Yeah, it's like there's no stopping that one. There's there's powers at B that we are not able too, to, too high. to stop. <laughs> uh, okay, well, we can go ahead and do we want to do Super Bowl recap? Yeah, we can talk about Super Bowl a little bit. Uh, so that happened about a week ago, or less than that. Uh, we were all together. There was a lot of there was a lot of fun content out there. If you have not seen Mason jump into a freezing pool yet. Spoiler alert. He does. Uh, Very cold. Mason, why did you have to jump in the pool? So I may have been like eating beforehand. We did Mm, the nugget competition. Oh, this guy. Um, Tough I Yeah, just 50. Yeah, well, we all knew I couldn't do it, okay? We knew it going into it. 50 nuggets. Zach Guys. actually may have had the world record for 50 nuggets eaten in a time lapse. I'm down. Oh, I, never... I, re- I did the prep work for sure. Mason had a sausage biscuit that morning for breakfast. We should have known he couldn't eat that many nuggets. <laughs> I don't think his stomach can physically contain more than 30 nuggets. I was literally about to throw up. I had to it. stop. It wasn't like, and I just, I slow. I got 30. I felt confident. And then it's like, nope, that's your. It's not like I slowed down. I just stopped completely. I was like, well, this ain't happening. So yeah, I had to jump in. Uh, check it out on TikTok though. It was I. Yeah. I didn't just jump, right, guys? Give me some uh, props. I belly flopped. I showed commitment to our fans. I didn't want to just like dip in. Flop. Yep. Very funny video. Should have done that on the cruise ship because I think I had a better be- belly flop than some of those guys on the during the belly flop competition. So the only thing that would have made it better is if you like projectile vomited right as soon as your stomach hit. As the water, soon like, as you hit the water, yeah, <laughs> it just like pushed awful. it out of you, like <laughs> yeah, in the pool. That'd been awesome. <laughs> that would have been great, honestly. Uh, Mason Not moved into me. his new house a couple months ago, and so that yeah. pool has never been cleaned. It's cold from the the winter still, so. Never uh, broken, not been pool. used by me until just until that I had to it. jump in it. Yeah, that's my first <laughs> swim in the pool. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, we also had some big bets hit. Mason Tins, you guys want to break down some of your uh, your hits? Yeah, Tins, yeah. you go ahead. Yours was pretty okay. epic. Mason did a big um, one in the first half though too. Mason hit, yeah. Um, so I had I had a ton. There's there's action going everywhere. Um, Gave out some long shot first touchdown props, but I kept sprinkling Christian McCaffrey just because his odds were so bad that it took betting it a lot to make it worth it. Uh, so I broke even there. And, um, you know, I had a future on Chiefs and 49ers where I would have made a little bit of money either way. So I really wasn't touching the money line too much either way. Um, but I just, I made a, I made a decision that once, once Patrick Mahomes was down and I saw the, the number be plus 280, mm. um, it was time to empty all the accounts that I have because if I lost, then I'll just – I would take a break till March Madness. Um, <laughs> I second-guessed for one second because I thought my wife was going to be angry because when I first said it out loud, she was like – she was like, I wouldn't. She thought I had a lot more money in my accounts on DraftKings and FanDuel than I do, I guess. She's like, oh, I thought you just put like $2,000 on that. I was like, no. You think I just carry around $2,000 in my my sports betting accounts? Like, no, that's irresponsible. Um, so empty the accounts. Nice hit. Uh, still got it at like plus, it was like two or 180, I think, or something like that. I mean, it was it, as soon as it hit a high two, everyone smashed it. 
Um, so it was a very nerve-wracking game all the way to the end. Um, I mean, if Patrick Mahomes has a plus sign next to him, you have to take it, in my opinion, and that's what I did. Yeah, and it was pretty pretty awesome to see, especially I was stressing and it wasn't even my money. And just to be <laughs> on the winning side, even if it's not your bet and a friend hits, it's a pretty good feeling. But um, I... So me and Tinsley signed up for a new account on a sports book. We're not going to go into details, but we got some free bets. And um, basically I just sprinkled like $10 on a bunch of long shots. Cause the most fun ones are the ones like Tinsley did. One of his best bets was offensive lineman to score a touchdown. Um, oh man. We had, that we had, hit. yeah, we, <laughs> I, I th- so I started just going down the line ten dollars on like a kickoff to be returned for a touchdown. So some ridiculous ones that didn't hit. However, the one that did hit was a non-quarterback to throw a touchdown. Ten dollars to pay out three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, and so Jennings. A couple of the free bets my wife also bet, and so she had Christian McCaffrey first touchdown for the 49ers, and that also cashed. So we did. So we we did pretty well when it came. I, I didn't pick a side. Um, however, once Tinsley bet what he bet, then I was picking. I was basically picking a side at that point. But I I like I'm a props guy when it comes to the Super Bowl because the side sometimes is just like hard to bet. I yeah. and I and I said on the podcast, I literally said this seems like I, the whole world, which the books took like they literally got, got like they got raw or they got what do you say they they got destroyed by the public. The books did because I said this is, has to be a 49ers win. Everybody's on the Chiefs. It feels like a trap. And if I would actually bet aside, I would have got it wrong because I was on the 49ers. So, yeah, but we had a really fun weekend. Yeah, I mean, as far as the game goes, a very well-played game. Um, There's nothing that really stood out to me that really says like, oh, the 49ers lost it because of this. You know, it just... Yeah. I think the only thing you could really argue is their decision to take the ball to start overtime, which I know Mm -hmm. it's been talked about on every show all week long. But, you know, and they're getting a lot of backfire because of it. But at the same time... I don't know. I mean, you go down and score a touchdown, then then you put all the pressure on the Chiefs to say, okay, now you have to match us. Yeah. Um, and it's not like the Chiefs were rolling all game. They had a lot of offensive struggles in the first half, um, but the Chiefs did what they normally do and kind of figured it out. So, um, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't blame them for wanting the ball, but I think at that point you do have to be. A, a little bit more aggressive and go for the touchdown instead of kicking that field goal. But really, I mean, other than that, I think it was a well-played game. Um, I, I can't really put blame on anybody It'd be like, Oh, it's, you know, Brock Purdy didn't have a meltdown. It, it seemed like the pressure was too much for him. He, he played well. Um, some uncharacteristic turnover from Christian McCaffrey, but then Isaiah Pacheco as well had a big fumble for the Chiefs. So uh, well-played game. I'd say like our last three to four Super Bowls have all been really good games, really close. So that makes it fun because I know there's a stretch in the 90s, which we're not old enough to remember, but apparently like every game spread was like over seven points and they're all blowouts one way or the other. So mm. it's been it's been nice to know that like we've we've been in a good era of Super Bowls where all the mm. games, all the ones I can remember other than there's a handful. There's like the Seahawks blowing out the Broncos and Bucks Things blew like out that. the Chiefs, didn't they? Wasn't it like thirty? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, but I mean, we've had some really fun ones, overtime games. So that's been fun. Yeah. Our boy Juwan Jennings. What about that? Could've he would have won MVP. MVP. Yeah. He would have won MVP, which would have, and that was the other reason too. Chris McCaffrey was not performing, and I I hedged in a way. Where I and, and I mean Zach rode with me, but I was okay. like, if if the 49ers win, it's because Christian McCaffrey has gone off, um, which was just I mean he had a good game, but he wasn't going to win an MVP, and so there was no way I could really like have a good profitable day if the 49ers won without Christian McCaffrey being yeah. the catalyst to that. So yep. 
that, that that's another reason why I was Almost like, all right, we, all. we gotta just go. We gotta we gotta double down, risk it for the biscuit right here. Patrick Mahomes, double my money real quick. Juwan James almost cashed out at the end of the at the end of regulation. He was this close. I was I was looking at it. I was like I was like, guys, do I cash out? And then it took it away. And I can't even say for sure that I was I wasn't going to because it was still it was good. It was a little over what I bet. So I was like, oh, it could be worth it. But I'm glad I didn't. It was good content. It was good for TikTok. Us freaking out. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. Juwan Jennings had uh, longer odds than my boy uh, Sam Darnold did. Too early. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. If you would have bet 10... Did I get this right? If you would have bet $10, I think it was... It was a lot. I think it was 3000 30 yeah no is that right it was he was was, he was 35 to one sam darnold was 30 oh okay never mind so it had been 300 yeah is that right um i believe so okay go ahead um i was gonna say i maybe it was just because we were very focused on the game but did you guys remember any of the commercials at all very disappointing this year i feel like it's been every year now for a couple years in a row where it's like uh, what do what are we doing here? And like a lot of the good ones are released like the week before, like the Paramount Plus. Paramount, yeah. It that one where they try to throw Sam or not Sam, Hey Arnold, hey uh, Arnold. <laughs> up the mountain. Sam Darnold. Uh, yeah, Sam Darnold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember the only the only there was a lot of celebrity cameos. Um, yes. Yeah. Which, if everyone's doing it, it's no longer memorable. If there's a celebrity in every commercial, that's like, I, it doesn't, I don't know. I also like, seen the same Timu commercial eight times. Correct. Sorry, Zach, didn't mean to interrupt. I will say, though, Timu has gotten a good bit of publicity out of that. Um, I think it might have been worth it. But I will say, uh, the, the Michael Sarah, Sarah V, I, I did like that one. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, I did like the Paramount Plus one, even though we saw it ahead of time. And then I, we obviously we got some pretty big movie trailers. We might save some of that content for a mess around Monday, but uh, there yeah. was definitely some big time movie trailers. So I appreciate that they, um, a lot of movies kind of kind of held their trailer until big drops on the Super Bowl. It makes it pretty exciting. Where the where the, the commercials aren't as funny, it made it made for some exciting time still. And I still think we would make uh, Mason answer for his uh, top 10 of the year halftime show. Yeah. Uh, top that was 10 good, right? We're going to look forward to. Yeah. And no, it held up. Did it hold up? Right. We had a bunch top of, 10? it had a bunch of uh, surprise artists. We got Ludacris, Little John. Well, uh, that part was good. Part. Yeah, for sure. Alicia Keys. There's one she more. Was, was it Will I Am in there? Will I Am, yep. Uh so we got some no, it was good. I give it I give it a B plus. Wow, pretty good. This Thank is way off topic. Anybody, this is, anybody else want to write it? Yeah, go ahead. Um apparently the official NFL account is trying to scrub Alicia Key's bad note from the internet. Have you heard about this? Yeah, they're they released- they're hiding it. <laughs> On their official YouTube video, it, it, they fixed the note. And apparently everyone who posts it, they're deleting it. Like they're going and like actively getting them taken down. And I saw Ooh. a thing. It was like, in 10 years, are we going to be debating each other whether or not it actually happened? And people are going to be like, <laughs> the time Alicia keeps hit the bad note, and he's like, what bad note? Here's a video, and it sounds right. And it's like, oh. Well, if they had to do scrub bad notes for the Black Eyed Peas uh, concert the Super Bowl halftime, then they would have to scrub the whole halftime show. Because mm. look at a, I, I, so every single year the halftime shows of the past pop up. Mm-hmm. Just look up Fergie like screaming into the mic. It's almost worse than the the national anthem that she does. She's known for, but uh, that's a pretty bad one. I've seen like rankings. I wanted to look up some rankings, and that was like one of the worst ones. So. Uh, a lot of bad notes in that one. 
I went back literally yesterday and watched uh, Bruno Mars from a few years ago. Banger. Yeah. He doesn't miss. Banger. Bruno Mars. That was a good one. He done it several do it times as well. Uh, he's like, yeah, I think he only headlined it once, and then he's been in a Yeah, he headlined it once. Um, He was a drummer at the beginning. I'd, yeah, like, he drums. He's on a drum set. But it's before yeah. all of his uh, stuff that he's done recently with like Anderson Pock and the... Um, the uh, what's his band called that they do now? Oh, uh, I, I could have told you at the time. Um, but it's also it was like it was before Uptown Funk, and it was before like a lot of the stuff people know him for now. Uh, he could do a whole other halftime show with brand new songs, and it would be just as good. Yeah, that's it, Bruno Mars. Since you're uh, listening Silk to this Sonic. podcast, sorry, Silk Sonic. Ah, uh, Silk Sonic. But it was before like the 24 karat magic and uh, finesse and like that. He did that Super Bowl before all that. So mm. this isn't maybe messing around Monday topic as well, but uh, fire. Bruno, bring it back. Let's do Let's run it back. All right. Uh, Award time. Yeah, we're burying the lead a little bit. We have some awards yeah. to give out. 25 minutes we in do. now. Big deal. <clears throat> Just like any good award show, we have to waste a bunch of time in the beginning. We got the fluff. <laughs> Get our right. commercial breaks in. Sponsors. Build the anticipation. Right, right. Uh, okay, Tins, you want to break down is, how this is going to go? Yeah, so we are doing our first, this is the first annual Next Guy Up award show. So we're going to be giving out some awards, maybe some serious awards, maybe some not so serious awards. Uh, but this is going to be, I don't know, we all brought our own um, winners of each award. Mm. And so without further ado, I think we ought to kick things off with an in memoriam to all the coaches that we've lost this year to retirement slash mm. getting your butt fired because you suck. Shout out. Mm. Shout I out. I think Zach should start out the first one because he's the most sad about this coach out of any coach ever right. to retire in memoriam nick saban mm. gone but didn't you say the wicked witch is dead <laughs> i don't remember saying that i definitely <laughs> did say that um may he rest not in peace because he's not yep. dead but um i hope he thinks about what he's done for the rest of his life um and how much pain and suffering he's caused to the rest of humanity so uh, well He's just yeah. going to be on game day now. He's going to roast us. <laughs> He's going to roast UT every chance he gets. Listen, I can't wait for that moment, though. I feel like it's going to happen whenever it's like the Tennessee-Alabama game on game day, and he picks Tennessee to kind of be edgy, you know, to get the crowd riled up. Oh. And make Tennessee just be oh, like fans be confused about what to do. Uh, excited for that moment. It's going to happen. Wow. <laughs> That's Maybe. that's a that's a future Friday pick right there. <laughs> that is. Please bring that up again right before this season starts. It's gonna happen. Just trust me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um I would like to do our next guy because yes, yes. Um, this this is a guy along with someone else mm. uh, who has made me cry more mm-hmm. as an adult than anyone else. <laughs> um, dating back to 2017, uh, and 07. Uh, Bill Belichick. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, I'm aware. Mm. He he had ruined my life in 2017. That was the year Blake Bortles was supposed to lead the Jaguars to the Super Bowl. Oh, that was um, your first mistake. Bortles yeah, combat. Was, <laughs> Bortles combat. In the words of Julian Edelman, the Patriots had the goat and Tom Brady, but the Jaguars had the boat. Best of all time in Blake Bortles. Mm. Um, shout out my man, Blake Bortles. Shout that out. 2017 ugly jerseys the worst the worst afc championship team in the world bill belichick coach circles around doug Monroe, but now i don't have to deal with him because not only did he get fired but then he didn't even get another job dang what a bummer Suck it, bill he's if you had a doing some kind of commentary yeah. <laughs> if you had blake bortles on your bingo card uh email us at next guy up podcast <laughs> at gmail.com we'll send you a free t-shirt uh, Tins, do you own any Blake Bortles merch still? 
He does. I wore uh, one. yeah. I wore his I jersey. Have, yeah. yeah, I have a I have a shirt jersey and and a normal jersey. Yeah. When we went to the Steelers game, I had to wear some type of merch, so yeah. I had I had the Bortles jersey. I have a Bortles combat T-shirt laying around somewhere. Right. There you go. Shout out. Love it. Shout out. Okay, who else we got? All right, I'll do the third one. Our third coach, which I was shocked. I'm not going to lie. Tinsley mm. predicted it. Pete Carroll. Bummer. Uh, he is perhaps with going to be in the front office with the Seahawks, right? Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, a it lot of it was like... Of- yeah, go like ahead. a month a month before the season was over, he kind of told them like, "Hey, I think I want to kind of shift out of coaching and and take a lesser role and kind of help out the front office." And then apparently after the last game, he's like, "Nah, I still got the itch." And they're like, "Well, we don't care." <laughs> For old Pete, surprised both of those are not coaches still. I bill we didn't really touch on it, but Belichick had a you know we thought that he was going to be with the Falcons and not. Another coach yeah. that we thought that was going to be a head coach was Mike Rabel. Uh, Ooh, so I, yeah. your boy. Yeah. My, yep, our boy. Heard some rumors today, though. Let's hear Joining the 49ers, defensive coordinator. Oh. Oh, no. They just fired their defensive coordinator. If that actually happens. Uh, I've, that's what, I've heard that is thrown around a lot. Shoot. That would make sense because they did fire Steve Wilkes today. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. not a bad Joining hire. A Super Bowl that, team. Yeah. yeah. That checks yeah, out. So he'll get a head coaching job. Apparently fired right for being too tall. Season. What a crazy story that was, <laughs> that he's too physically uh, intimidating. Yeah, dude, he was a linebacker in the NFL. What do you expect? I feel like what do you want, Sean line. McDermott and all five foot eight of him? Let's get some discrimination, like protected class discrimination suit here like they literally said that he was hard to like manage because he's too tall like i feel like mm. you can get something he's, out of that he's too sue big since since yeah sue the titans for all their words <laughs> no new stadium for you mason I'm just kidding yeah he might be gonna walk away with all the stadium money <laughs> head coach that wasn't built like or isn't built like a linebacker brandon oh, Staley is brandon also daily yeah tough break for that guy he had everybody thought this was the best team to head coach that was available or some people do i think where, when you look at we'll go ahead where did he go uh, didn't he get a defensive coordinator job was it the packers or with you guys uh, i don't think it was with us I'm I'm looking no, right I guess now. It's the Packers. Jim Harbaugh took over for Brandon Staley, but another one uh, tends kick off the next coach. While I look up where he uh, went, shout out future passing game coordinator for the Jaguars, Frank Wright. Uh, mm. This poor guy gets fired from the Colts and somehow immediately gets another head coaching job with the Panthers. Hmm. Which is not the job you want because their owner is a psychopath, mm. and he Frank Wright did not want to draft Bryce Young because Bryce Young did not fit Frank Wright's system, and the owner said, "I don't care. He's a winner. He's from Alabama. We're drafting him." Mm. Frank Wright famously said he wanted to draft C.J. Stroud. Boy, I wish they would have listened to him, so I don't <laughs> have to deal with C.J. Stroud in the AFC South. But it is what it is. Uh, so shout out my guy, Frank Wright. Can't wait to see you be joining Doug Peterson once again on the Jags staff. Uh, former Chargers head coach, Brandon Staley linked to a defensive coordinator job after Wilkes firing. So another rumor. Uh, okay. So I thought he going had to the 49ers. Nope. Interesting. And Very the final one to wrap it up. Tinsley has in here. Riverboat Ron. Riverboat Ron, baby. Ron Rivera. He was he was just a lame duck all season, just chilling. Like he knew he was getting fired. Uh, I kind of feel like he was known for if there's any controversy in the league or anything that was like a very hot topic. He was always the guy to kind of you know speak out about it and kind of want to you know be more like I thought maybe he could be like a players what are the what do they call it the players, players committee coach. guy 
something oh, like that. Well, yeah. where it's like over the for the the NFL PA PA, yeah, something like that. Yeah. He just seems like a player's guy. It's always like, oh, something controversial. I'm here to back up, you know, whoever. But you know, when it came to coaching, very mediocre with the Commanders. Yes, go ahead. Uh, well, I've heard one more rumor that the Vrabel didn't get a interview with the, with the Washington because of it might be uh, the the idea that he's too big and intimidating. Um, mm. Ron Rivera might have got fired because of the same thing because Ron Rivera is also a former linebacker uh, <laughs> on the '85 Bears. So Was it the Washington maybe you said that, not Titans. Uh, I've heard it's a little bit of both. It's mm. like the Titans were kind of done trying to. Amy was done being intimidated by Mike Vrabel because he's such a big guy. Mm. And then Washington's owners and stuff were like, yeah, he doesn't seem like he's going to be like, he would be okay with being told what to do because he's such Hmm. an intimidating man. Interesting. So So is our whole, uh, are we just going to start hiring Mike McDaniels out there that are like built like me, but shorter? Yeah, because all of them are intimidating now. Nah, give me a guy like Andy Reid. Give me an Andy Reid type. (laughs) Love it. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Okay, well, uh, shout out to all of those we lost this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe football be for the better. Oh, one more. One more. Sorry. The offensive coordinator for Iowa, who Mm. in his contract at the beginning of the year had a clause where he'd have to resign if his offense did not average more than 21 points Mm. for the season. You weren't even close, I don't think. Not even close, (laughs) Iowa. Not even close. The guy had to resign. They made him coach. They made this poor man coach in the bowl game where UT was blowing them out, and they kept talking about it on the broadcast. They're like, yeah, it's going to be his last game as offensive coordinator. Because are they the worst and, in-win team of in history? Of maybe, Got probably on. since the last like, time they won really ten games. Be. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right, so that those are the coaches we lost this year. There we go. Um, shout out to all of them. I'm sure Rip. a few of them will be seeing once again soon enough. But until then, uh, this is the end of the road for them. All right, so we're going to be moving on to our next award, and mm. this one might be my favorite of the bunch. This is yep. the LVP, next guy up, least valuable player. Yep. We've all got – We've all got a couple options here for the winner for ourselves. This this is the definition of a player. Mm-hmm. He probably caused you some pain this year. He's someone who you think deserves to be kicked off your team. Yep. Does not deserve to be on your fantasy team or whatever it may be. But the least valuable player. Who wants to kick us off? You do I'll kick us um, off. Yeah, go ahead, Zach. Zach have a kick lot it of off. I'll, I'll give you my nominees first and then into my actual winner. Mm-hmm. Um, first nominee, Ryan Day. Can't win the big one. Mm, he true. beats all the trash on a schedule, still loses to Michigan, gets smacked around in the bowl game. Tough, and then loses all of the players in the portal. Tough season for Ryan Day. Um, USC's defense. You had the number one All draft time. pick in the in the like right there, and your team still was horrible because you couldn't play any amount of defense. LSU's <laughs> defense, same. Heisman the Trophy Heisman winner. winner, like had one of the best Average. seasons of all time statistically. You're still just like a mediocre team because your defense is so bad. It's true. Uh, Iowa's offense. If you put if you put uh, USC's offense and Iowa's defense together. You have a team that could, that would have won the national championship. <laughs> uh, but Iowa's offense truly like remarkably horrible. We already mentioned it. Uh, I think this is my, my least valuable player because <laughs> it came around here at the end of the year uh, from the NFL, the world of the NFL. Uh, Kadarius Tony, mm. mm. uh, he <laughs> his team. Well, obviously he has a tough breaks. He's offsides in the game winning play. Uh, in the, in the middle of the, the season against yeah. the Bills, right? Big game. Uh, goes down with an injury uh, in the AFC Championship. Or, yeah, he 
the team comes out and says, guys, he's not injured. He's not, he's just not playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the toughest of breaks to be honest. Uh, Super Bowl comes around. The team comes out and says, this guy is not playing. And it, they even said, this is not injury related. He's not playing tough. Like you hear stories of people joining the team and then winning the Super Bowl with them. You don't really hear stories of people being with the team all year and then not playing in the Super Bowl and then like being left like his team was much better. A healthy him. scratch. Like truly least valuable player. Like the team was better without him. He uh, was a true yeah. liability <laughs> to just their, insane... to their team. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen a player like hurt the team as much as it seems like that was so uh, shout out Kadarius Tony. I hope you get a Super Bowl ring still. Oh yeah, Do you think he'll he will? It. He'll get one. Yeah, yeah, he'll get it. Now, will he care about it? That's the question. Before I sell it, Kadarius Tony, if you're listening, we love you. But if you want to sell us your uh, Super Bowl ring, we don't want that. Come we'll on take the pod. Come on, yeah, the come pod. on the pod. Yeah, you can come on the pod. Yeah, get on the pod, Kadarius. I'm sure uh, you wouldn't fumble that question I'm about to ask you. <laughs> Is that a good joke? Yeah, Got it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the tens laugh. Zach was just kind of like, oh, that was garbage. All right. I'm going to kick us off then. Those are good picks. It's already Zach. been kicked off. It's already it been kicked off. Been. You're right. <laughs> Make um, kick us off for us. <laughs> I'm going to kick us off again. Uh, so my least value valuable player i have two of them Mm. they're not necessarily players but Mm. you know these are my roles so we're just going with it here the first one is the browns front office that traded for deshaun watson Mm. deshaun watson missed a majority of last season due to injury he has now missed 22 games in his two season with the browns I might want to remind everybody how much they traded for this player. He's not really played that great. Joe Flacco probably played better than he did this season when he did play. Uh, Browns traded 2022, 2023, and 2024 first-round picks, 2023 third-round pick, and and fourth-round pick in um, 2022, 2024, fourth-round, uh, yeah, five, Fourth round and third round picks. Sorry, words are hard. Um, did I also mention that the Browns signed him to a five-year, $230 million contract? Biggest contract Yikes. ever. Guaranteed money, biggest contract yeah, ever. Yeah, that's wild. No one's <laughs> ever done that ever. It still won't. After it happened, all the owners got together and be like, hey, ignore the Browns. We're not paying our quarterbacks like they just did. Like They literally... <laughs> The Browns messed up so bad that all the owners had to be like, we're not doing what the Browns did. They were so dumb. So, yeah, that was the least valuable, in my opinion. And then this second one is going to be injuries. Mm. If I had to ask you all how many different starting quarterbacks we had this year, what would you say? 17. Total <laughs> out of 32 teams, <laughs> 45, 54 different starting quarterbacks have played. Wow. Second most, the most was a year where a lot of them held out. I think it was like in the seventies hmm. or sixties or something. Uh, I never really the looked strike at year. So the yeah. strike year. Yeah. Of the 32 teams in the league, 16 used multiple starting quarterbacks. Hmm. Starting quarterbacks that we lost for the whole season due to injury. Aaron Rodgers on the third play of the game. Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow, Kirk Cousins, Justin Herbert, Daniel Jones, Anthony Richardson. Because of those injuries, we saw some quarterbacks on the field that we never thought we would see. Jake Browning, Nick Mullins, Josh Dobbs, Tommy DeVito, Tinsley's favorite, Adian O'Connell, Tim Boyle, Jaron Hall, Tyson Badgett. Easton Stick, did you know any of those players before the season started last year? Besides Josh Dobbs? Yeah, just Dobbs. I literally Josh Nick Bob. Mullins, maybe. Yeah, Nick yeah, Mullins. Because he's been around for a he's, he's decade plus. Yeah. yeah. 
So wild stuff. A lot of I literally have said it multiple <clears throat> times. I never remember this many injuries. Uh, not just quarterback. I could go into tons of different positions. We lost Nick Chubb um, early in the se- like season ending. That was a gruesome one. We had some really bad injuries. I never remember like having to you know fancy football be this chaotic as well. But that is my least valuable players. There we go. All right, I've got two nominees and then my winner. Uh, I'm going to kick things off with my first nominee being myself for dropping Sam Laporta after week one in fantasy football. Uh, I drafted him late, but I also had Travis Kelsey. I do a thing where I draft players just to try to trade them. No one wanted to trade for Travis Kelsey early, so I said, well, I can't trade him. I'll have to keep him. I dropped Sam Laporta so I could do something on the waiver wire, and then I also picked up Kyle Pitts from Zach in a trade. What an idiot I am. If I would have just kept Sam Laporta all year, I would have been just fine. Uh, Mm. It is what it is. Um, My second nominee is Joe Milton because you've Mm. been in college for a decade, buddy, and you are bad. You are Mm. terrible. I said it all summer. I said I don't don't trust this guy to make a touch pass to save his life. That's true. Um, It's all I needed to know. And we lost games as UT fans that we should have won. I feel like we could have pushed Georgia a little bit for the East. But Mm. Joe Milton, LVP nominee. It's fair. But my winner, it's got to be playoff Dak. Um, This guy puts up Madden stats all year. He wins the NFC East in a tight race against the Eagles last game of the year. He doesn't put on the hat because he says, I have, we got more important things on our mind. I don't care about winning the division. And then you get smoked by the Packers at home in a playoff game where you throw legitimately through like two pick sixes within minutes of each other. Yeah. I mean, this guy just, Dak. Never change, so I can keep betting against you in big moments because you'll never be clutch. He is my official LVP of the year. Playoff deck. We would also like you to be on the podcast to defend yourself. Great segment, and... guys. <laughs> Listen, uh, you know all the Cowboy fans would be listening to whatever he had to say. That's that's true, so and that is it. a fan base I haven't made mad all year. I've been really focused on the Bills. I might shift to the Cowboys now. All right, looking forward to that <laughs> next season. <laughs> all right, biggest team letdown? Yes, biggest team letdown. Mason, what do you got for us? I have the Carolina Panthers. Yes, oh. they may have not had high hopes, but they ended up with the worst season. Well, what happens when you have the worst record in the season? Yeah, sorry. Or the worst record in the season? What happens when you do that, everybody? You get the uh, first. Get... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Tim. so at least they get the first overall pick, right? To be able to help their team to build around Bryce Young? Rongo, because they traded it to move up to get Bryce Young. And the oh. Bears look smart because now they have the first round pick. Well, let me ask you this, though. Yeah, go ahead. So, but at least the Panthers have like a really good number one wide receiver that they have on the team uh, to kind of help Bryce Young, right? Like someone who's been there for a while. Rongo, they traded DJ Moore away, so they don't have that either. So just Hmm. a big letdown overall. Uh, Traded Christian McCaffrey away has been a beast uh, season before. So just tough break for them. I was like, does anybody even want to coach this team? And I felt like it took a really long time to, for them to find somebody. Uh, I, I don't know. Just a bad letdown, bad team. Might take a while because they've traded their picks away to, to recruit. We might have cursed them. We might have cursed have. them. Yeah. It's been, remember- it's been downhill since we went there. We went there on a stadium <laughs> tour together as a group. They were already pretty bad. They, they fired their head they coach after we, after we left. Went- they yeah. benched like Baker to fire them though, and then they yeah, traded we Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> we did start some chance. <laughs> it's it's been rough since we went to the game. Yeah, it really yeah, has. We were, I was trying to get them to start chaining for Urban Meyer. 
<laughs> so if we have a curse, yeah, you did see that. If we have a curse on what stadiums we go to, are we going to Buffalo this year? Nah, they're cursed. They don't need our help. Let's let's head the Arrowhead, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach, your biggest letdown of the biggest biggest team letdown. Of the I've already mentioned a couple of them, uh, both of them actually, uh, that are my two options, and so those are LSU who had really high, if you remember, uh, one of my future Fridays, I think, was about LSU winning the national championship. That did not pan <laughs> out. Uh, they just ended up not being super good, uh, especially defensively. They really didn't didn't live up to those expectations. They were kind of preseason, sort of like all misses for next year, looking looked, being looked at as like, mm, they might make a, a run at it. It was not meant to be. Jane Daniels was as advertised, but everybody else was meh. And then uh, Ohio State, once again, they get there undefeated, big big matchup with Michigan, and they could not get it done, got got uh, beaten pretty bad in their bowl game. And uh, <laughs> Ohio State fans, not happy. And so both of those teams together are my college football uh, biggest team let down. I think their teams are underperformed. Fan bases into the season, not super happy with how it went down. So, all right, my biggest team letdown of the year. And this one was personally, but I think if you mm. asked around the NFL, you could say this team absolutely choked. This was mm. a team that, going into a Monday Night Football game, was eight and three had had a path for the number one seed, high high mm. hopes. And it came crashing down around us to finish one in five at the end of the year. And that was my Jacksonville Jaguars. They are my biggest team let down mm-hmm. emotionally. Um, financially. 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 <laughs> for the for the podcast listeners. Financially, irresponsibly. <laughs> too many bets on the Jags. <laughs> I really hope somebody has their volume turned all the way up in their car and just got too. that blaring through all the speakers. That would have been fantastic. Be yeah, Tinsley um, really had a tough break this this season. I was legitimately so he was in a dark place. Football depressed um, for a while. <laughs> it's because they gave uh, you hope and then they just pulled the rug out from underneath you. It'd have been different if they just sucked from the beginning like the Titans did, but mm. no, they they were doing mm. great and then just Fell off. That's all right. That is okay. That is what I'm here for. I have signed up for this wild ride as a Jaguar fan. Um, you know, I have New Year's resolutions. The number one being that the Jags will have a better year next year. I have control over that. Um, Incorrect. Your number one is to hit a fat parlay that oh, will pay out a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, twenty thousand dollars to get rich. Crazy. I'm just trying yeah. to get rich. Um, <laughs> I thought Rich I'm enough to get the GM Jags GM fired. <laughs> That's third. Okay. Um, it's not gonna. I'm not gonna get that one done. Okay, um, I have an idea. So I know we're short on time, but you, we should start posting insane parlays of like a dollar to pay out, uh, like a hundred thousand dollars, and tag the Jags in it, and be like, "Listen, if I hit this, you should fire your GM until <laughs> one actually hits." Mm. And then it's on them. They got to do it at that point. I mean, come on. Mm, multi-billion dollar organization. <laughs> guy who won $100,000. <laughs> but you've been a lifelong fan. They just need to look yeah. at your Twitter account. And they'll be like, this guy's been devoted. Maybe we should listen to him. Uh, 100K <laughs> to the Jags owner is legitimately pocket change. Yeah, unfortunately. No, right. <laughs> It'd be enough for me to buy my name like on a wing of the of the new practice facility that would be about Stick, it though. or we could just we could just uh yeah. go over there late at night one day and, and paint it on there or yeah i know i'd like to own my own wing and then trent balky wouldn't be allowed in my part of the the building that i bought because i can't stand that dude all right anyway okay i so, have one last Jaguars. one uh, we all can agree on this Biggest letdown game of the year. Tinsley and myself were actually uh, supporting Zach's dad, Robert. Zach wasn't even there to morally, mentally, and physically support him during mm-hmm. this tough time. 
Mm. Me and Tinsley this watched. This game was tough. Yes, it was probably one of the toughest U- UT Vol games that I've seen in a while, and I've seen a lot of them. Uh, but Robert can attest to this. Uh, he, I was, I was afraid to say anything because of how mad he was. Uh, that I was, I like, I like, I laugh when I'm in in a in a state of like sadness or or upset. I just start like laughing or trying to make jokes. That is not the time to do it when the Vols are up <laughs> twenty to seven at the half against Alabama. Final score: Did they score any more points in the second half? Tens. No, they did not. Final score: thirty-four to twenty. Tough. Zach, where were you for that game? I don't know. Do you remember? Oh, you like to I, you like to erase that uh, memory uh, out, of your, honestly, out of your brain. I will say, be on the lookout for that energy coming to a uh, a fan interview soon. Mm. Oh, sneak uh, peek! How about yeah, that? Really. Oh, <laughs> teaser. So they call it oh, teaser, teaser in the biz. We need to get that on the questions. Is him giving us a you know little snippet that, of how his how that game went? That's not even top really ten most heartbreaking balls moments uh-uh. for me. No. Not even oh, top wow. twenty. Right. It's not even close. It was the most heartbreaking out of last season, <laughs> though, right? I just remember my daughter. My daughter Macy just kept handing him. He has a foam brick that he's allowed to throw. <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we bought it. Me and Jalen bought yeah, it for him. The, y'all bought for him. And every time he was getting mad and he had the controller, Macy would run over. She'd go, here, Robert, you can throw this, not the controller. Got him. That's awesome. We were we were with him when he threw a controller. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Save it for the pod. Save it. <laughs> save it for the interview. Don't let all his secrets. Next award, best gambler, Tinsley. <clears throat> yes, so... A fun thing that we were doing this year, you know, me and Mason, we are professional gamblers after all. We make all of our money in our lives. We don't mm-hmm. have real jobs. We just gamble. Yeah. Psych. Uh, we are just like you guys at home. Uh, we just like like to bet for fun. We do a lot of research and stuff. But at the end of the day, we are not professionals. We just no. pretend to be on online. Um but we were doing the next guy up parlay because who doesn't love a parlay? Love it. Because it's not because why would I bet something that could have a better chance of hitting when I could take five dollars and turn it into a hundred? Um, so that's mm, what parlays are for. Um, but so best gambler award, we're giving this award out to all you guys out there who faded every pick of the next guy up parlay every yep. week. Um, congrats. I know for a fact there were multiple weeks that we reverse swept. All three of us would give out yeah. a pick. They were all three wrong. Tough Congratulations. <laughs> we played ourselves. <laughs> so remember this moment for next season because you might want to do it again. Yeah, we're coming no, back. We're coming, we're coming back for a vengeance. I yeah. dare everyone to start fading us next year. He dares them. I dare them. Listen. What other podcast gave out a minus eight hundred to not make the playoffs? No one. It's a dub. So if you're trying to bet against us, you're gonna lose. We're we're handing out picks like that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Ooh, and our boy. final award of the of the episode. We're coming down to it. Best game of the year. Mm. And the best game of the year goes to Zach. Yeah, I had two options here. I think I'm going to roll. I'll give a runner up to uh, Oklahoma, Texas. The uh, Red mm-hmm. River rivalry, always a fun one. This one was no different. Came down to the very end of the game. Oklahoma took that one. Um, both teams let off a little bit, but Texas, um, Texas kind of had their vengeance and came back and made the playoffs. Oklahoma fell off a little bit. Uh, but that was a really fun game. Uh, both teams joining the SEC next year. So that's a big, uh, that's a, just some fun stuff happening there. And then also uh, kind of the, this was the finish of the year. Um, Alabama, Auburn, Auburn just very nearly spoiled Bama's uh, championship run and their SEC championship run and their playoff berth at Jordan Hare until a last second pass from Jalen Milrow um take let's bama take the 
take the win there. So that was just an extremely exciting game, uh, letting yeah. uh, Bama win. So that was that was one of the few kind of ended at the buzzer, like really, truly mm-hmm. a fourth oh, and goal. Of did. Both of those did, yeah. Fourth and goal from the how far back? Thirty-one. It was that was, was like a, yeah. uh, Auburn kind of threw it away, but anyways. <laughs> Uh, shout out to that game. That was awesome stuff. All right. I'm going to change mine to craziest game of the year. There are no rules. Uh, because I just felt like this is something that we've never seen in my lifetime. And, uh, I just, it just stood out. It wasn't necessarily the best game, but it was the craziest. And that would be back in September. Dolphins 70 Broncos 20. If you've ever played Madden, you always wanted to run up the score, and that's what it looks like. Uh, I have some crazy things here. Total yards, 726 total yards by the Dolphins. 376 passing, 350 rushing. They almost had as much rushing as the Broncos had overall yards. Uh, They had 30 first downs. Broncos had 16. Uh, Just like... A crazy score, like for sure. A crazy game. I'm sure nobody was watching in like the fourth quarter, but um, it wasn't like an overtime game or a nail biter, <clears throat> but just like definitely a, an insane game. Two had four touchdowns. Uh, a Kane had 230 rushing yards and two touchdowns. I'm still not getting his name right. It's fine. But no. Moster had 82 <laughs> yards. Chris Brooks had 66. I mean, it was just like, it was literally like, Tyreek Hill had 157 receiving yards. It was literally like just mad numbers. So pretty, pretty crazy game. It was. All right. Uh, just real quick, my best game of the year, maybe recency bias, but I had the Super Bowl as a nominee mm-hmm. runner up. Uh, just really fun game to me. But my favorite game of the year was Georgia Alabama SEC championship game. As much as I do not like Alabama. Mm-hmm. I did not want to see Georgia get a three-peat in everyone's face. Yep. So luckily, the man, the myth, the legend, Nick Saban, came through for us one last time. Shout out. Ended the those chances. Song. What a swan song it was. No three-peat for you, Georgia. So that was that was a very fun game that was. from what I remember. Yeah. yeah. Good back and forth. Good so stuff. that was my game of the year. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, we got a huge. The most important award. It definitely Mm. is. And this was a collective agreement, 100%. And it is the next guy at MVP. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have you all announce it with a drum roll. It is. My guy, Connor Stallions. The one, the only. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Responsible for the biggest storyline, most funny storyline of the year. Uh, National champion. Connor Stallions. I think you could argue that without him, Michigan does not win the national championship this year. Uh, forget nope. Harbaugh. Forget McCarthy. Connor Stallions uh, should be. He should be taking that trophy home with him. He earned it. He take. He's taking it. Uh, shout out. And um, you know, he really. <laughs> I've never seen a single person like shoot to the top like that. You know. Whenever you're talking yeah. about sports, you never you don't see an assistant coach all of a sudden be like one of the most famous people in the world for a couple weeks there when all of it was happening. Connor Stallions did it, man. I, he did. I, I hope he parlays this into like a successful media career, <laughs> uh, doing something, being having a, a podcast. I don't know where something. I mean, I think he's a grinder. He, he is. He, when, where else are you going to find a high-level assistant coach on sneaking on the sidelines of Western Michigan to steal signs? I will never forget I mean, the, <laughs> the, the dedication with the glasses with the little dot on the red dot. Was recording. People were digging deep, and that's People were like, so funny. How did no one notice this man on the <laughs> sideline that doesn't work for this team? Not with the team at all. Oh, it's so funny. I uh, That guy went to Academy in their local town and just picked up a Western Michigan polo. <laughs> <laughs> snuck onto the sidelines. I'm going to need him to get a, like a job at a high school or like a high school coach or 
I really think he would, he would be a great football analyst, though. Like he mm. he needs his own podcast where he talks about all the play calls and stuff. I think people will listen. Let's get him he, on. He's got a he lot can of break gambling. <laughs> he can do it legally if he's not like affiliated with the team. He can film stuff, whatever he wants to do. Where are they going to stop him? It's true. That would be awesome. He'll wear disguises into games and stuff. Yep. I think there's something there. Maybe That's we need it. a partnership. Someone find us Twitter. We need to hit this guy up. He needs to join <laughs> our team. We're the perfect avenue for him. I think that's true. All right. Is that a football season, everybody? I think that that's is a it. football season. Wow. Put a bow on it. Put a bow on it. We will be done talking football until the draft. Yeah. And then after that, well, I guess not because we're going to be interviewing some football fans. But we're going to stop talking about things that just happened right, in the football right, right. season because it is time for the 2023-24 season to be laid to rest. Mm. Buried six feet under. Right next to Nick Saban and Bill Belichick. Right next to Nick Saban. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that is all for today, guys. We uh, Like we said, we have a lot cooking up, so we are not going anywhere. Uh, weekend preview coming up next week. Uh, we have our new fan segment, and this, and then this uh, mess around Monday. We have a new uh, something big dropping. Actually, we are dropping our uh, TV show superlatives uh, for the first time. It's going to be a multi-week uh, <clears throat> type of uh, segment, and so very excited about that. It's going to be it's going to be good. I think so. Tune in uh, on Monday for a mess around Monday. And uh, we will see you then. Have a great weekend.